Welcome everyone to the Den Sports Podcast, our third podcast of the year. We're going to go around real quick and uh, everybody kind of give an update on your beat. Blake, go ahead, start us off with men's soccer. All right, the men's soccer team hasn't lost a game last three games. They beat Belmont 3-2 in overtime. They tied against uh, Denver 0-0 in double overtime last Saturday. So team's looking good. They've been focusing on their next game against IUPI tomorrow. So they're hoping to win, every, win these, this game at home. Yeah, tomorrow will be Tuesday, IPUI. Not a conference, so doesn't have a whole lot of riding on it, but they are second in the Summit League. Yeah, as we both know. Oscar, women's soccer, what you got for us? Well, women's soccer, not as successful. They went 0 for 2 on the weekend. Uh, on Friday, they lost to Eastern Kentucky 1 nothing after giving up a really early goal. And then, uh, really, it was tight for the rest of the match, but they, really, they just couldn't find the back of the net. And then uh, against Belmont on the road. They went into double overtime uh, whenever they finally lost again, one nothing as well. Um, so obviously goal scoring has been a problem. The last four matches, they haven't scored a goal. Um, but on the other side of things, Sarah Titek in goal has been fantastic. She currently is averaging nine over nine saves per game in OVC play, which uh, leads the conference by over three saves. Um, wow. In her last... I believe it's about a hundred or uh, the last 450 minutes or so. She's only allowed three goals and had 37 saves. So Jeez. she has been fantastic. <laughs> she has been yeah. the absolute rock for the team. And it's kind of the way they play. I mean, they have like that bend to don't break kind of style. The problem has just been, they need to get some type of offense to support that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what they have. Yeah. Right yeah. I want to come back to that. Uh, Cause I have a question for you in a little bit. Adam, how's volleyball been going? All right, so like women's soccer, they were 0-2 over the weekend to uh, start conference play. They played Murray State and Austin P, who played in the OVC championship match last season with Murray State winning uh, their third OVC title in the last five seasons. And Austin P, who in the last two years before this had 11 total losses. So a couple of tough opponents opened up conference play, lost both matches. Uh, there were good things in each one, though. Against Murray State, their top player is uh, Rachel Justino, who is leading the conference in kills and points. And Eastern held her to almost an entire kill below her average per set in that match. Um, had she had 15 points, tied for her second lowest on the season. Uh, but they had some other players step up, and they ended up beating Eastern in straight sets. Austin P. that might have been Eastern's best match of the season so far, actually. They averaged almost 15 kills a set. Um, first... Two sets uh, where they lost 28-26, I believe, both of them. Um, they played really well. They made a few more errors than Austin P did and uh, ended up losing in straight sets. But two losses, but there were some, a lot of positives going in. And now they had went Wednesday at 6, they play Southern Illinois Edwardsville. Their cool. third conference match in six days. Awesome. I have a question for you two coming up in a little bit as well. Vince, Vince Simmons had the alumni match over the weekend, so no results really. But, you know, from talking to the team, you know, what are they looking forward to the rest of the fall season? I know this year they're really excited. Um, they have eight new freshmen coming in. Um, the freshmen have looked actually really well. Um, I've looked, I mean, just impressive as the younger or the older guys, rather. Um, I know the last couple invites, um, for instance, at the Toledo invite, they had Freddie and um, Mike Jansen. Uh, Freddie's a senior, and Mike's a junior. Both made the all-tournament team. Um, Freddie last year won 15 matches at the number one singles. 
Um, and this year, obviously, I've been talking to him. He really wants to even better that for this year. Um, and really, I think the team is just coming coming together really well. They had other freshmen win the consolation brackets and other fall invites this year. Um, I think just overall the team, you can just tell the team has a different purpose than they've had in previous years. Yeah. Um, now they have a couple seniors on the team when they didn't have them last year. Um, really the fall, as I've talked to Coach Tolson um, about, he said really the fall matches are more for competing, getting the best competition, having everyone play rather than just regular uh, spring matches where only six people can play and then depending on the double pairings. Yeah, because so like, it's like the warm-up for the spring, basically. Kinda. Exactly. Yeah. He said he's, he's very excited what he's seen. He's seen the guys really buy in. He's really seen the guys take the next step to be better even for this year. So overall, I think the team is showing that that good, uh, I guess, step in the right direction, knowing they have eight new guys. And talking to Logan uh, Sherbono uh, a couple of days ago, telling me that he doesn't even know if he'll be able to play. Even though he's an upperclassman, his job is up for grabs. Freddie's job could be up for grabs. So it's going to be a season where it could be a lot of changes or it could be the same. So I think with a couple more fall invites they're coming up against, I think it's the Louisville fall invite. I believe not this weekend, but the following weekend. So just as time goes along, I think this team's really gonna gel together well. Yeah, JJ, coming to you now. Of course, uh, some big news uh, at the game Saturday with a certain player. Go ahead and tell us about uh, that. Well, <clears throat> we were able to confirm on Saturday. We heard a rumor on Friday, and we were confirming confirmed it on Saturday that Eastern quarterback Jonathan Brantley is leaving the program. Uh, we we don't have a reason why yet, but we confirmed it with. Uh, Jonathan and head coach Adam Cushing that he will no longer be with the program so that means it's the Harry Woodbury show now quarterback which we got to see on Saturday night in its full glory because Harry uh, in a 40-29 to loss to Tennessee Tech broke the school record for pass attempts he had 68 uh, he was 34 for 68 but you want to talk about a weird football game you got one on Saturday uh, <laughs> Eastern lost 40-29 to to Tennessee Tech who was picked to finish last in the conference but the Golden Eagles are now 4-1. and one. They're probably a little bit better than what people thought they were going to be. Uh, like I just said, Harry broke the school record for pass attempts. Yeah. Tennessee Tech's quarterback, Bailey Fisher, broke their school record for touchdown passes in the game. There was a point in the second quarter where Tennessee Tech scored 14 points off turnovers in 21 seconds. And there were penalty flags flying all over the place. There were fumbles, interceptions. It was just one of those bizarre 60 minutes of football where with any given snap you didn't know what you were about to see it was just yeah. one of those it was just one of those games yeah i feel you so oscar like i said i want to come back to you real quick from soccer uh, uh shooting photos of their game last week uh, on friday when they were at home and uh, against eastern kentucky and i noticed that the second half towards the later part of the game they really had a push on offense had a lot of chances but at that point, it's too little too late. Also, me personally, I thought Nicoletta Anucci should have been out there to finish the game. She's, quite frankly, just faster than most people on Eastern's team and on other teams. So, um, I mean, what is it about the offense that's just not clicking right now? You know, I think it's something, I think, in a way, just the way that they play, they, they tend to have quick sparks of offense. They tend to try and sit back. They're fine with controlling the ball and not necessarily trying to push too much, but because they have, I mean, they have talented players that can score. I mean, between Haley and Nicoletta and um, and Pilar and Ichaso, they all are really clearly capable scorers. 
I think what we've seen so far is just not finishing chances. That's one of the things that I've observed and something that Coach Jake Plant has talked about too. They're doing the right things. They're not nothing has really changed in what they're trying to do. Like the 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 method is there and the method is right. It's just finishing off plays. And I don't really know how you fix that other than maybe just staying patient, not getting down on yourself, not saying like, oh, we need to, you know, really switch things up or anything like that. Um, but I think that's kind of what it comes back down to because this is a very similar way that they played last season where they were significantly more successful than they had been in years past. And really not a whole lot has changed. And if anything, what would have been happening was the defense. They lost two key defensive players um, this past year, but that really hasn't been the issue because T-Tech has been fantastic. So it's kind of it's kind of a little bit of a mix of both, but I think they just need to keep playing their game and they'll be fine. And they have also been playing some pretty tough competition. Their one draw was against UT Martin, who's projected to be second in the conference preseason um, heading into the year. And they played them out for a whole 110 minutes and nobody scored. And, I mean, I, admittedly, T-Tech was under a lot of pressure in that game, but, I mean... When it comes down to it, you know, you yeah. still she had like points. what sixteen saves that game. I think. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah I mean, yeah. she's and that, that's the thing is she really can't. There's there's no way to undersell the way that she's been playing because she has been really really great for them and a huge huge reason why I think they can still be really successful. Yeah, I would expect probably the next game or two that they'll get going and get some more goals scored. Yeah, and think. that's and that's the other thing too is they have five straight home games. Four of them are OVC and three of them are from teams that were preseason ranked in the bottom. Four in the conference, so no, I don't want to say easier competition. They shouldn't get complacent, <laughs> but a pretty good chance to. But they, back. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of confidence that they can get in that. So that's yeah. that's kind of the way I'm seeing it right now from them. And uh, I want to turn to you. Kind of the same question for you with volleyball because they have, you know, like you said, against Austin P, they almost averaged what 15 kills a set, mm-hmm. which is the goal that Julie, uh, head coach Julie Allen wants to get to, or 16 kills <laughs> 16, a set. 16, as you said, the number they're trying to get to. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they're getting better. Like you said, they played their best game. Uh, against Austin P. I mean, what's it come down to then at this point that is just not working for them? I actually talked to uh, Coach Allen this morning. And it sounds kind of cliche, but she's been saying this all year, and she said this is really all it comes down to is that Steve makes a team that needs to believe that they deserve to win these games. Uh, they've been against tough opponents. Uh, it comes down to, you know, I mean, there a lot of their sets are really close down at the end. They're tied at 20, 21, 22. They're usually right in it, and then the last few points, the other team usually pulls away um, and puts away the set. Um, so it, it does sound kind of cliche, but she said really just looking with some of these other programs, like Murray State, who came in on Friday, came here to play Eastern, um, who's won three out of five years, and the coach is bad. I think this is his 22nd season, and they just built like a real good program. Yeah. Just really confident team. It's, Alan says she wants to build that here. It's kind of just getting the team to buy in. Um, they play hard. It's not like they're not trying hard out there. Um, and honestly, I, I'm not sure how they lost on Saturday. Watching it, <laughs> they played really well. Uh, they had more kills than Austin P. Uh, more blocks. They had a better hitting percentage, um, which is uh, kills minus errors, and then divided by total attacks. I'm not really sure what the application of it is, but it's good to have a high one. And yeah. they did. It's the first time in one match that they had more kills and a higher hitting percentage in the same match than their opponent. And they lost in straight sets, which seemed really kind of fluky and yeah. weird. Um, and 
errors they had, they, I think they had in the first two sets, they got outscored by a total of four points, and they had five service errors. Oh, which yeah. that, the math on that obviously doesn't look too good. Um, but also the errors aren't necessarily the reason they lost. Uh, they, they mostly, I think, early on in the set. Um, they actually they had a big comeback as well in the second set and made it close at the end. Um, it looks like they're really close. Um, we'll see how they do on Wednesday. They split uh, both games with Edwardsville last season. Um, Eastern actually won the first match in straight sets and lost in five sets in the second one. So they won five out of eight sets against uh, different teams on both sides. Um, it looks like they're really close. I was going to piggyback off that because I actually interviewed uh, Coach Allen just uh, last week. And she said that really the team, she loves the fight and grit that they have. Yeah. It's just that finishing that match. Yeah. And she said that a big part of it is, you know, the team, even though she said they're pissed after every match you lose, of course, any match or game you lose, you're going to be upset. But the team's willing to work and practice. They watch film very hard and they watch, hey, this is why we, this is why we didn't get this point. Hey, this is why we didn't get this point. Stuff like that. And she said it's just going to take time to get over the hump. And I mentioned that, of course, Taylor Smith being a key cog of that team for four years, leading NCAA in triple-doubles, I think, three over four years. And I said kind of how big is that of a loss for her, being one of the best offensive players I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And she said, obviously, it's a huge loss, but she said we've have, we have other girls that are stepping up, and, of course, they are young with freshmen. Um, so she said that they're trying to just uh, – how would she say it? Something where that they're trying to mix in everybody together try to get that winning formula. So kind of what Adam is saying is that they're there, but it's just that one little extra step I think they need to take to yeah. get to that point. I guess I would say the good takeaway is that they're competing with Austin P and Murray State mm-hmm. and who were good teams last year as well. JJ, we're going to round it off with you real quick with football. So what does the Harry Woodbury era look like going forward for Eastern? Are they, are they going to be able to throw 60 passes a game? <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to be the plan. Uh, the reason they threw not. that many passes on Saturday is because they were playing catch-up. You know, the, the second, third, and fourth quarter, they were trying to make up for 14 lost points. So that's why they threw it so much. Um, but, I mean, we've seen Harry a lot. I mean, dating back to the beginning of last season, him and Jonathan Brantley were both listed as the starting quarterbacks. Yeah. They had been splitting time, so... We, we know what Harry can do. We know what Jonathan could do. So it's not like, you know, Harry's coming into this is some completely new player. Um, I think it's going to be more how does Harry... And it was the same thing with Jonathan Brantley. Is how do they adapt to the new offense? Because it is a totally new scheme. They're replacing 10 out of 11 starters right now. The only yeah. returning starter is Harry from last season. Mm-hmm. The offensive line is new. The receivers are new. The running backs are new. It's a new offensive coordinator. And you've been seeing that a lot this season where the offense really hasn't been able to get itself going. If you look specifically at Saturday, you'd see the... If you look at just the, the flashy box numbers, you'd see that Eastern had its season high in points. You'd see that Eastern had its season high in yards. <coughs> Harry threw for a season high 340-plus passing yards. But when you get into the nitty-gritty of it, they ran 94 plays on offense. I think they averaged like 4.2 yards a play or maybe... I mean, it might have been even less than that. It might have been even three. That's rough. They were four for 22 on third down. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, when you when you start to look at kind of those smaller numbers, you realize that this offense is still very certainly trying to figure itself out. But they're, I mean, they're confident. If there's anything you can say about this offense at 0-5 this season is they're confident. I mean, every time we talk to them after a loss and after a game where they look a little clunky, I mean, they, they stick to the message that they're going to figure it out. So I don't know if it's as much as what are we going to see from Harry as much as what are we going to see from 
the ten other guys and the new offensive coordinator who are out there yeah. trying to figure out their own situations. That's what's really going to be key to watch. Yeah, I think just you know, just as a little caveat, uh, Adam, I know I showed you this stat, maybe JJ as well and Blake, which I don't remember, uh, but I think it was last week, Thursday, maybe it was Sunday even. But uh, Eastern teams, not including this past oh, weekend, Sunday, yeah. were uh, 5-29-2 combined. Yeah. And three of those wins are from the men's soccer team alone. And, so, uh, and no, with, and I don't think have any other wins been added since then. Men's soccer. No, they'll play tomorrow, and yeah, Dylan figured that out Sunday yeah. night. So uh, no wins have been added to that, but uh, yeah. a tie and some losses have. So yeah, so I mean, I think this is probably out of all of us have been here pretty much four years. Adam, Oscar, Blake, only a couple years for you guys, but I mean. It's probably one of the more down years for sports at Eastern in our recent memory, at least. I so. think our freshman year, Dylan. I think our yeah. football team was six and five. Yeah. Our softball team was really good. Yeah. Our track and field team, I think, won conference that year for both men and women. I just feel like it's just kind of a a new culture. A lot of new coaches. A lot of new faces. A lot of just, like a lot of younger talent. I was just about to say in. it's been a lot of coach changes. Even mm-hmm. last year, track and field hired a new coach in Brent Emanuel. Yeah. Tennis program hired Chris Tolson. Adam Cushing in football, so there's been a lot of changes in different I mean, cultures. Matt Ballant, yeah. yeah. exactly. women's basketball, basketball got here two only years only ago. Only the second year yeah. in volleyball for Allen. The only Plants, second year women's soccer, second year as a head coach. He's the only real veteran coach yeah. is Kiki Lara. Yeah, yeah. really. Head coach Kiki's Jay Spoonhour, Spoonhour. 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 Matt basketball. People, yeah. So, well, you can catch us Den Sports on Twitter, DailyEasternNews.com, and of course you can pick up a paper every day all around campus. So check us out. All the latest news, scores, updates, analysis, commentary, whatever it is. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back next week.